0: Reduce, reuse, recycle. It's a familiar phrase, you know it makes sense, but if we want to build a truly circular economy there's a lot more to do like refurbish or even remanufacture or repurpose. Hello, I'm Anthony Day and this is your Wednesday interview from the Sustainable Futures Report for Wednesday the 6th of April. Electronics, particularly mobile phones, are packed with rare metals and expensive components that we just can't afford to waste. It's essential that we recycle them. But wait, once we break them down into their component materials, we've lost the benefit of the energy and the human labor that was used to manufacture that phone in the first place. Better to maximize the use of a unit and only recycle it as a last resort. But do recycle it eventually. How many old phones and tablets have you got stuck in a drawer somewhere? Be honest. I've been talking to a man with a solution to the problem. Steve Athwal, founder of the Big Phone Store. We started by talking about his corporate video, which explains the problem and the solution. There's a link to it on the Sustainable Futures Report website. 1.45 million
1: Pounds being offered for a lottery.
0: Great. Pictures of my cat on my phone. Possible. Tons of e-waste every year. Terrifying. Uh, I like that video. Um, that corporate video is is lovely. It's um, it's lighthearted,
1: but it's very hard hitting, isn't it? Correct, yeah, and I think that's sometimes when you start talking about environmental, people switch off. Oh, <laughs> <So laughs> I don't, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so my brief was, look, look at the general youtube population look at people who've never considered buying refurbished and make it sort of a fun video which gets the facts across but keeps them interested and i think ben who did that video did very well with that he did he did one of the things that we realized is historically anthony i've always been business to business so i've sold products to people who know exactly what they are we don't have to explain it by launching the big phone store um 2017 I've realized there's a lot of consumers and I believe majority of consumers out there are sort of not tech savvy. Either you've got people who are very geeky, who know, absolutely everything. But then you've got everyday people who don't who just don't have have a clue. So we get asked simple questions, which we all assumed everybody knew Um, things like, um, why would I want to buy a locked phone? What does a locked mean? What does dual SIM mean? Um, if I buy a pristine condition or a good condition, will the good condition be fully working? So I, I, I've then said let's I want to do what the our competitors aren't doing, which is provide the information in a simple bre- broken down way. I have a five-year-old daughter, and I'm like, if, she, if we can create a video and she can understand it, we, we're doing a good job. We don't want to be too technical. There's plenty of places on the internet where consumers can go and they can get the technical information, but it's for those people who don't know where they just, I want a phone, what do you recommend? Steve,
0: you are founder of the Big Phone Store. Tell us what's different about the Big Phone Store and what exactly you do.
1: So here at the Big Phone Store, what we do is we offer refurbished products um, directly to the consumer. And what, what makes us different to the hundreds of other sellers out there is, we have a history behind what we do. We, we've not just thought, oh, woken up one morning, what makes money? I know we'll start selling refurbished phone and the, the environment, the circular economy seems to be popular. Let's just jump onto that bandwagon. It's something I've been doing for all my adult life. I'm, I turned 50 this year, i started selling ref- not refurbished phones but used phones back then in the late 1980s so it's not something that i've just thought one day will do so that s- sort of gives me the advantage of we're here for a purpose we're here yes to to run a business but more importantly is to help the environment more more now more than ever um the other thing what we are we try and how we how we differentiate ourselves from our competitors is customer service and i believe that again there's a there's a large population out there who have never purchased a refurbished phone even more people out there who don't actually know what a refurbished phone is so just to be able to go on a website and purchase something is very daunting for them so what we offer is we have what we call it is like a person personalized shopping a shopper where oh i've never bought a, a refurbished phone for why would i want one and we're there to answer questions and we're always on hand we have a a a a good team who pick up the phone who um we we're we're contactable through facebook messenger through twitter and all the other social channels so that's what we sort of pride ourselves on where our competitors aren't doing that they're putting products on their on their websites and they're expecting people to know what they're buying
0: okay um, okay
1: we, but look
0: why why would anybody want a, a refurbished phone if it's uh if it's a used phone um is it going to be as reliable uh as as going to buy a new one surely the new
1: ones are going to be um better aren't they again that sometimes is when i mention refurbished phone that is sort of a an umbrella term and within that under that umbrella we have what what is a refurbished phone so if we look at the they vary in condition and if we look at the top end which on our website at the moment we sell what's known as pristine these could be devices where someone's walked into a retailer some of the major retailers on every high street opened the phone and said actually i don't like that they closed the box it's never actually been used it's never actually been switched on so that's the highest grade you have you could then have this another grade where someone purchases a phone, takes it home, uses it for a day or two and returns it. And it varies all the way down to, yes, people who've had their phone for a year or two who have then traded it in and purchased another one. So people have this misconception that all refurbished phones are used and they're gonna have all sorts of Frankenstein parts within them. Um, It it does vary. And what we, again, we're we're in it for the long-term so when we sell a product we have to ensure that that product is going to last as long as a new phone would hence we offer 12 month warranties with all our devices and most importantly we need to make sure when that customer receives that device they're happy if if you look at some of our reviews online there's an awful lot of reviews that are left for us where they people have never considered a refurbished phone they've they've purchased one from us and they're absolutely blown away and they're going to recommend it to their friends, family. They've bought one, they've come back and bought two, three, four. So it's, it's, it is, it is some, and why would people? okay. So to answer your question, why would people buy refurbished over new historically, it used to be saving money. It was, Oh, I, if I buy refurbished, it'll be cheaper than buying a brand new one. So that was, but what we've noticed is over the last three years. So, so, it's it's become more and more people are more environmentally aware it's coming to the forefront it's sort of become fashionable for majority of organizations to speak about their green credentials
0: okay so what's Um, what's the what's the um advantage then from an environmental point of view
1: so again what it's it's the saving in within within the devices there's a lot of um minerals which are used which are rare for example gold is a lot of people talk about gold and about 80 percent of the world gold has already been mined so again and it's the sort of we've all seen those documentaries and we've all read about it where in certain parts of the world how they extract these minerals it is uneth- it's unethical they use child labor so it's it's helping the environment when it comes to not having to again mine for those minerals where we can just reuse a device
0: okay all right so it's good for the environment it must be less good for the manufacturers because they make money out of selling new ones um do you have any resistance from them i mean from the point of view of design some of these phones are very very difficult to 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 open and uh is it not is it not difficult for you to work
1: on them absolutely the manufacturers when refurbished wasn't a thing and there wasn't a big demand for it you'd often get phones where you could take the back cover off pop a new battery in it and people would keep their phones for 5 6 years as time's gone on the manufacturers have realized hold on we need people we want to we want consumers to buy new and yes they put a lot of a lot of measures in place to stop those phones being repaired and for example the most common one these days seems to be battery nearly every modern phone has a battery within sealed within the phone where it's a consumer can't simply pop a pop a new one in and um, they they did the, the manufacturers have started sealing things so a lot of the phones there aren't even any screws where you can open that up but again the refurbished industry it's a huge it's a billion pound industry worldwide and there are many companies who whatever the manufacturers put in place they will look at systems on how how to overcome that so for example apple apple for example they used to use glue and what people what 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 a lot of the refurbished refurbish would do, would do to get into the devices um you just use hot air and you'd heat you'd heat the glue up it'd become soft and you'd open the phone a lot of some of the manufacturers then realize hold on let's make a adhesive which it, it it's it you can heat it as much as you like it doesn't become easy to open so again on, on on an apple iphone 8 for example the back cover the glue they use on that back cover if you drop it it's made of glass so it's made out of a material which is likely to break people drop their phones the manufacturers know this and to remove that back Cut the glass off the back is extremely difficult so we used to use heat but it was so laborious and it is it is such long it's such a hard task um there's companies out there now and what we use is we use a laser so it just completely destroys the gl- the glue which attaches the glass makes that repair easier
0: right okay do you think there ought to be legislation or regulations so that um, it's easier to refurbish and reuse, uh, well, not just phones, but uh, electronics um, or a, a wider range of consumer products, because you know, you've know you mentioned minerals are scarce, but when you actually throw a product away, you're not just wasting the minerals that are in it, you're wasting the uh, power that's been used to create it, and you're wasting the, the human labor that was involved in it, aren't you?
1: Absolutely. Um, I, we he, at Here, myself personally, everyone else here at the big phone store, we're all for the right to repair. There is a big movement. And again, again these manufacturers are making these changes, not because what's right for the environment. They're making these changes due to legislation. So yes, um, within the EU, that law was passed and Apple have said, yes, we're going to provide parts for X amount of years where we will let consumers purchase those parts knowing very well that even if they make those parts available our consumers going to have the technical know-how to actually carry out that repair my 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 guess is they know a consumer could buy a screen try and fit it but do more damage in the process and then end up ultimately having to purchase another device because of the damage that they've caused it is something that I can't see changing again. The manufacturers want that ever. They want them. They want it. They want people to go back and buy new. And I think that is also an, another reason why refurbish just become so popular is the innovation in the latest models aren't there anymore. Five ten years ago, you'd have a device. It would re- then re- re- be replaced with a newer model, and there would be so much difference within it. It'll be it would be worth upgrading to the latest device these days. What do we see in every sort of new release? Faster processor, newer camera. (laughs) seems to be the way they're going. They might throw in a different color. But is that really enough to justify spending, what, a thousand pounds plus on another device? No. And I think consumers are realizing that and people are hanging onto their phones for a lot longer as as a result of that. Is
0: there any problem at the moment as far as chips are concerned because the motor industry is suffering because it can't get the chips for its sat navs and all its control systems? Does that affect the phone industry as well?
1: Absolutely, it does. The, the, the manufacturers obviously would have suffered as a result of this. Um, it, for what we do, it doesn't affect us because what we're doing is basically reselling devices which have already been manufactured. So in in essence, I suppose this is a good thing for us if if we if the latest google pixel six there was a big shortage of those available um and there still is um so if the consumer was i, w- I want that phone i i i, I want a pixel six they go onto google's website um look at the waiting times and think and when people want it that badly then they end up buying f- from us which is a refurbished device so for us, it's, that chip shortage has been a fantastic thing that's happened to our bis- for our business.
0: Yes, well, you do sell new phones, don't you? But um, are you finding that the proportion of refurbished that you're selling is growing then?
1: Oh, easily. I'd say at 95% of what we sell is refurbished, probably 5% is new. Oh, really? Oh, that, as big as that, wow. It, it, is, as, it is as big as that. But again, we I suppose it may have something to do with we have a lot bigger choice and a lot bigger range when it in terms of refurbished uh, as opposed to new we 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 do sell new but we don't have anywhere near the volumes right. in new devices as we do with refurbished devices
0: i see okay if somebody comes to you to buy a new phone or a new tablet or or a new laptop will you take their old device uh, for refurbishing or recycling
1: yes absolutely um our on the website itself we have a section where customers can trade in their devices um obviously there's a limited amount of devices which have a resale value for the retro there's a lot of collectors out there who collect the older models Um, years ago people used to collect stamps and coins and what we've seen now is people are actually collecting the older, and we refer to them as retro phones. I personally have quite a big collection myself, which I've been collecting for a number of years. Great. Uh, Well, Steve, thank you for your
0: contribution to the circular economy, because the circular economy seems to be the poor relation in environmentalism at the moment. People are talking about uh, carbon emissions and they're talking about plastic pollution. They don't seem to be talking so much about the circular economy, but it is incredibly important. So thanks for taking the time to talk to us and explain about your business. Steve Athwal of the Big Phone Store. For the sake of balance, given that the Sustainable Futures Report doesn't get sponsorship or advertising from anyone, I should mention that other suppliers of refurbished phones are available. I thought it was interesting to find out about Steve's business model and about the lengths some manufacturers are going to try and limit his business. He mentioned the right to repair. There is a movement working within the EU to introduce legislation so that appliances and products are designed to be possible to repair. There's legislation in the UK but critics say that it doesn't go far enough covering kitchen appliances but not phones and electronics. In some places, events are set up where people can meet informally and help each other to repair their devices. The Refurbs Repair and Reuse Café and Workshops in North Wales is an example. Did you root out your old phones and tablets? Even if they're not worth refurbishing, they're worth recycling. After all, if they get a landfill, much of what they contain is toxic. And that's it for this edition. The government's energy security strategy, which I've been promising to tell you about for a while, is now scheduled for publication on Thursday, so that's obviously far too late for Friday's edition, and I'll have to hold it over until next week. The third part of the AR6 report from the IPCC has been published on schedule, and you've probably seen it all over the press. I'll aim to bring you a preliminary view of that on Friday. Last week, I was interviewed on the Café and Networking podcast by Tom Reach. Not to put too fine a point on it, the number of listeners since then has gone ballistic. The big increase in hits has come from the US, so hello to all of you out there. I'll be sure to include more US content in the future. And of course, if there are issues you think I should cover, please get in touch. That's mail at anthony-day.com. You can also find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash SFR. Thanks to all who already support the Sustainable Futures Report in that way. That was the Wednesday interview from the Sustainable Futures Report. I'm Anthony Day. Until Friday.